All right. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Kindergarten Christians Live. We are here tonight, and uh, it is Friday, and it is a good night, as always, to have our Kindergarten Christians uh, episode, and we've got a special guest tonight. So, Lewis and Dorothy, uh, they're he they were here. I don't know where they went. Uh, we've got two blank screens with Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> He was here. I don't know what happened. Oh wait. Okay, you there? Yep. Yeah. All right. We got you twice there. I'm gonna take this one off there. All right. So we got Lewis and Dorothy with us tonight, and uh, we are gonna be talking about blessings and what a blessing to have uh, addition additional uh, fellow kindergarten Christians members join us tonight and uh lewis how you guys been wonderful that's awesome you guys are newlyweds correct yeah uh, so they're still on their honeymoon they've been on their honeymoon for going on since over three february. days now since, since february. february since february valentine's day Man, time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. But yeah, we're so glad you guys are here and joining us. Um, and we need a little bit more light. We can't really see you that well, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, we're glad to have, have you with us and uh, joining the Kindergarten Christians Live. And um, appreciate James uh, sending the invite. So James, maybe you can share a little bit how you know Lewis and Dorothy and uh, give our fellow fellow uh, kindergarten Christians community a little bit of information about how you guys know each other and your relationship. Well, Lewis and I have known each other a year now. If that long. If that long. The relationship comes between Dorothy and Jody. And you can give that one. Dorothy and I ran a hotel together many moons ago. Jordan was still in Pampers when me and Dorothy met. Oh, wow. Yeah. There she <laughs> is. Yeah, there she is. Hey, there we got some like too. All right. You're on TV, girlfriend. Talk. <laughs> you got to get it right. <laughs> There they are. So I got to ask, uh, because, you know, I've been married for, go, well, I've been married twice, um, but going for my current marriage, I've been married um, going on six years. And James and Jody, you guys have been married how many years? Eight and a half. About to be nine. Eight, almost nine. So as newlyweds, like what is, I have to ask you this question, what has been the biggest uh, adjustment that you've had as far as being a newlywed couple? Like, what's the one thing that you you just haven't quite, like, got together yet as far as, like, <laughs> figuring it out as far as, like, how you're going to deal with it? Where for me, it's like when you go to the store, being single, you just buy for you. Yep. So making that adjustment to 
realizing I have a wife now and I'm buying for two, that's probably the biggest adjustment I had to make so far. Okay. <laughs> so you had to remember not to leave her out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, just to say this too, you know, we're kind of older than most people get married. We got married at 54 years of age and we're kind of seasoned more seasoned than the word than most if mm -hmm. i could say most people that gets married so that helps us a lot yeah absolutely so dorothy what about you what what has been your biggest adjustment for your since you guys have got married well i'll tell you this we have a lot of people in my family and I thought I was the only one that had a lot of people, but he has a lot of people as well. So getting involved in his side of the family and my side of family coming together is hard sometimes. But he hey. said, I don't think you got as much as I do. Until my aunt died and he figured that out, I had just as much as he did. So <laughs> getting to know his folks, getting to know all them people, it's gotta be an adjustment for me. Absolutely. Hey, I gotta tell you that too, because Ashley, uh, my wife, hasn't really um, understood like, I come from a big family as well. Like, so I've got eight brothers and sisters, right? And and we're so spread apart. I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio, and my whole family's in pretty much in Georgia. And so that's been a struggle too. Like, as far as like, she, we only see my family twice a year, whereas her family is like local here in Cincinnati. We see them more frequently, uh, probably not as often as we should, but more frequently. So yeah, that it's been an understanding, like and an adjustment for her, like, when we make these trips to Georgia, uh, we usually do it during the summer and then obviously after Christmas. Uh, but then you throw kids into the whole picture and it becomes a whole different issue too. So. And that you, you're so right about that. To me, that's been an adjustment because his family is from here. And so my family is not from out of state, but I don't get to see them as much as he does. And I think by that's a big adjustment for me because he like, well, I can always go see my family, but I get kind of sad sometimes because he's always here with his family, but I don't get to see mine as much. Yeah, I'm kind of sad sometimes. We're yeah, only across the state line, girlfriend. I know, I know. <laughs> Y'all yeah. are my family and have been for a very long time. Well, we're Jason so glad that family, you guys so. have joined us tonight and uh, joined the, the Kindergarten Christians uh, conversation and tonight we're talking about blessings and you know one of the many blessings that we do have that God has blessed us with is families right and we're talking about Thanksgiving uh, where we all come together around the table and share a meal together in fellowship and that involves our families um, that's and it's literally like next week like next Thursday um, that we'll get to do that for most families so the, the day that we celebrate Thanksgiving so looking forward to that but uh, we're going to talk about blessings tonight and we're going to talk about more of the biblical blessings um, of what the Bible says about blessings. And um, we previously, you know, this whole month of November, we've been talking about uh, giving thanks and gratitude. We talked about last week, and then this week we're going to talk about um, blessings. And it's just, um, it's, it's a blessing in itself just to be able to, one, to have the technology to be able to do this, right? To be able yeah. to talk to and have this conversation uh, across the internet. Uh, James is in Alabama, and Lewis, I guess you and Dorothy are in Alabama as well, and I'm in Cincinnati. Yeah, we're in Georgia. Oh, you're in Georgia? Yeah. That's right. 
Oh, they're in Douglasville. Okay. So my mom's in Cartersville. So mom, okay. if you're watching, you can jump on too. Um, yes. We'd love to have you. But um, no, it's it's great that we, it's just a blessing that we are able to have these conversations over the internet. And, you know, I'd love to have these conversations in person, but because of technology, um, it can be your best friend, like nights like tonight, and it can be your worst enemy. Uh, that happens too. So, uh, but we are thankful for that. But um, blessings, actually, um, when Jesus was talking about blessings, you know, he painted a different picture of what we consider to be a blessing. Obviously, blessings are uh, gifts from God, right? They're they're things that we are thankful for, the things that we have gratitude for, that are gifts from God. And one of the the biggest blessing that we can ever uh, celebrate is the gift of salvation, right? That's that's through the blood of Jesus Christ, and we are um, never able to earn that. That is a free gift given from God the Father. And we're so thankful for that. But when Jesus was here on earth uh, and and lived his life, he talked differently about blessings. Um, and primarily in the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 5, he paints a different picture. And, it, and this is one of his famous sermons um, where he talks about this uh, in the Sermon on the Mount. And he they call it the... And I'm going to say this wrong because I've been saying it all day in my head. And, I, and <laughs> I call I'll say it, it for you. Go ahead, Jody. What are they called? It's the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes. I call them the, the beat it out of yous. <laughs> so the Beatitudes, um, and Jesus talks about this in the sermon, but he, ta- he really describes the blessings uh, that we have. Uh, and what what are truly are blessings in his mind. And so I'm going to read this, and then we can talk further about blessings. But uh, so Matthew 5, uh, verse 3, he starts off, and it says the Beatitudes, and he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit for their kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, righteousness for their kingdom, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then verse 11, he says, blessed are... You, when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And so he goes on and he talks about, and Jesus sort of surprises um, a lot of people when he talks about the Sermon on the Mount, when he talks about this, because you know, we think of blessings and we think of sunshine and rainbows uh, a lot of times, right? Blessings are are good things. Um, but Jesus sort of paints a little bit of a different picture here where he says, he starts off by saying, blessed are the poor in spirit for their kingdom is in heaven. So he paints a negative with a positive. Um, and it sort of talks about um, the parables, right? So we talked about the parables before were about the reaping and the sowing. Um, and he says in the Bible that if you can't understand the parable of 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 the seed and the reaping and sowing, you're not going to understand any of the parables. 
And Jesus is talking very similar in the language here in Matthew, where he talks about this as well, where he says, blessed are the poor. So when he talks about the poor, obviously the contrast to that is the rich. So if you're blessed to be poor in spirit, but yet you're rich in because the kingdom of heaven is yours, is what he's saying here. Um, and then blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And, and obviously going into the Christmas season and going through, uh, I actually just heard this earlier this week that um, this, there was a, a friend of ours that they, in our church family, that they recently lost a newborn. Uh, and I can't even imagine what that what that's like, but um, Jesus provides that comfort to those that are, are mourning uh, the loss of a loved one. And then blessed are the meek, which means they, that they are weak um, and they inherit the earth. And then blessed who those who are hungry and thirsty. And I automatically think about our homelessness population uh, here in the United States um, and that they will forever be filled. Um, for, and then blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy. Um, and blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And uh, I love that. I love that scripture, um, just in the pure in heart, as far as focusing our attention on God uh, and seeing his goodness. And then blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God, which we are all children of God. Um, whether we're a Jew or a Gentile, we are the children of God. We uh, inherited that through the gift of salvation. And then blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. But then in verse 11, he goes on, and he, he gets a little more in depth um, when he talks about the persecuted um, from verse 10. And he says, blessed are you. So he changes his tone there where he says, blessed are those, where he gets more specific and he says, blessed are you when people insult you persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. And that, to me, was struck a chord with me because as Christian believers, as followers of Christ, you know, we are subject to persecution. Uh, we are subject to having false things said against us. Um, and it's through the sacrifice and the goodness of God Um that because of our faith and our belief that we are going, you know, we will face trial and tribulation. We will we'll face persecution and we will face people saying false things against us because of the fact that it's just evil. And so when we face those things, he says in verse 12, rejoice and be glad. And I find that so amazing that God, you know, is able, Jesus is saying these words. He's saying, regardless of all the things that you're facing in the world, um, rejoice and just be glad. And that goes right back to what we're talking about with blessings. Because regardless if, you know, we're winning the race or if we feel like we're, you know, 10 miles behind, that we should rejoice and just be glad, be thankful. Uh, be glad in the in the gifts and blessings that God has given us in the season that we're at, because at the end of the day, the kingdom of heaven is ours, and that we will be able to rejoice and celebrate in heaven with God and those that believe in Him one day 
when the true, um, when the king returns. And what a wonderful day that will be. So he says, because great is your reward in heaven. And that's exactly what I was just talking about there. For in the same way that they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So the, those that came before us, the prophets that came before us, and he's talking about, um, you know, the 12 disciples uh, in, that, in, in that statement as well, that they were persecuted. They were um, a lot of times killed and who knows what else, evil things were happening to them. And even Jesus himself um, was sacrificed on the cross and suffered for our sins. So we should rejoice and be glad um, in the situations of our lives, regardless of the circumstances, because God has paid the price, the ultimate price um, for us so that we can have the many blessings and the gifts that he has given us. So um, that's where I wanted to start. And uh, so I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear your thoughts on on Matthew uh, 5 and just in general, like the ble many blessings that God has given us and what are your what are your guys' thoughts on on the uh, scriptures that we're we're covering and the topic we're covering about blessings tonight? Well, the biggest thing that pointed that that <clears throat> sets out to me is when you decide or when you start your your walk that uh, verse eleven is the one that everybody needs to know. That's when you find out who your friends really are. <laughs> you start your work you will be deserted <laughs> you won't have anybody but the lord uh, because in most cases i don't know why they just leave because the spirit in you rattles the spirit in them theirs is dead yours is alive hmm. if you don't <laughs> Yeah, Lewis, Dorothy, what are your what are your thoughts? I feel the exact same thing, Jim. You feel because this 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 journey we have, you'll find you yourself in a lonely place. But I thank God I have Him. He'll be my comforter. I feel alone. I I just got Him, and I praise God for Him for that. Man, absolutely. Is that you? I think. I think too when you said uh, the hungry shall be filled, and you thought about the homeless people, mm -hmm. I think he also is talking about being hungry for him. Absolutely. Spiritually, being hungry for him. No, and Lewis, you're absolutely right. And he and Jesus spoke in parables, and obviously, the living word can be relatable to variety of things and the first thing that comes to mind you know when we think of hunger and thirst right um is like the physical need of hunger and food and water um but you're absolutely right like from a spiritual element um it absolutely uh there's a there is a need there um to be spiritually filled uh with the holy spirit and to be fed um through that and you know how do we how do we feed ourselves spiritually well that comes through the word of God, right? That's that's what the Bible is written for. That's that's our that's our guide. That is our uh, the word. That is the truth, and that's how we find these things uh, that fill us uh, in these moments of need, whether that be hunger or thirst, um, in or desperation. 
is through the Word of God. And you're absolutely right, 100%, is that it's not only just a physical need, but a spiritual need as well. Um, and that comes through studying God's Word and spending time with God uh, in an, a spiritual aspect, um, whether that be devotional time, whether that be uh, in time of prayer, whether that be in times of worship. Um, all those things are ways that God gives us to be able to connect with us, resources that he gives to connect with us to be able to fill that void in our in our spirits and in our hearts. So absolutely. Yeah, I took off this morning into uh, Malachi. You know, God's only Italian prophet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and and I'm I'm trying to to get into other books in the Bible because I have got to the point to where I'm um I'm hungry and I'm um I'm wanting to know more than 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 where I'm at. Mm. So I'm, I'm I'm digging in deeper into uh stuff I either haven't read in a long time or stuff I haven't read in a very long time. Yeah, so when we think about blessings um, and we think about, you know, we automatically sort of naturally, uh, I do, at least I do, um, from a blessing standpoint, naturally look at the physical aspect of life. Um, and that would be my children. I absolutely believe that children are a complete blessing from God. They are miracles in themselves. Um, and just the way that they're, the way that they are just individually person, you know, God created them specifically and, and beautifully and wonderfully made, but also family um, and, and each each member of our family. Some of those we are closer to others than than, than we're not. Uh, so, but each of them are blessings in themselves and then friends and uh, co-workers. I mean, all these, the physical element of the people that we interact with on a day-to-day -day basis, um, can be blessings from God in a new way. And I'll give you a perfect example. So today, um, I was at the gas station. I was just doing my normal routine. I took court, uh, took Riley to preschool. And, buying uh, lottery tickets? No, I did not buy lottery tickets, but I do have a funny story about that. I'll share that later. Uh, so I'm just on my normal routine, uh, going to get gas, taking Riley to preschool. And I run across this guy that I used to go to church with. Um, and his name is John. And I ran into John. He was walking out and I was walking in. And I recognized him right off the bat. I was like, oh, hey, John, how are you? And he's like, and he, he like sort of stuttered for a minute. He's, he's like, wait a minute, I know you, but I don't know you. And he's like, oh, wait. He's like, oh, hi, Jason. How are you? It took him a minute. <laughs> and uh, we got to talking, just catching up a little bit. I was like, John, I was like, I was like, I was like, it's so great to see you. I was like, I was like, I just, how you been? What have you been doing? And he's, and he shared with me that um, he's been doing street ministry here recently. Uh, and that he's been, literally been on the streets of Hamilton, Ohio, which is like one of the worst drug infested areas of this area of Cincinnati. And just really like God has laid it on his heart to reach out to that community and to be a disciple and just to speak the gospel uh, to those in need. And I, I just applauded him. I was like, John, that's, that's amazing. God is using you in awesome ways. So glad to hear that. But then he shared with me something else. And this is one of those moments um, 
where I find it as a divine intervention moment because, um, and I'll explain here in a second. So John shared with me that he has had this vision of opening up a very similar aspect to the International House of Prayer, which if you're not familiar with the International House of Prayer, International House of Prayer is located in Kansas City. Uh, they've been in the news recently because of some uh, some indiscretionary things, um, not positive news, negative news, um, with infidel with sexual sin and stuff like that. So I won't get into that, but what he did share with me is that he God has laid it on his heart to open a similar ministry uh, in this area with 24/7 access to be able to worship, pray, and and receive. Um, shepherd being shepherded by local ministers in the area. And he asked me, he's like, he's like, Hey Jason, are you still doing worship? And I was like, yeah, I'm still doing worship. I'm down here down the street, actually at Cornerstone. Um, and he's like, would you be interested in, you know, helping with this? He's like, we're not, you know, he's like, this is just a brand new idea. He's like, God's laid this on my heart. Uh, and he's like, we're not there yet, but when I get it up and going, would this be something you're interested in? And I still, I was like 100% Sean. I was like, uh, and the funny thing is, is here's the so here's here's the divine intervention moment, is with my new pastor uh, that we have at Cornerstone. His name is Tim. He comes from Pennsylvania, uh, and he's actually very connected to uh, International House of Prayer. Um, and he had actually mentioned of like sort of the same type of vision, like what if you know we had something in the same aspect uh, of a 24-7 access of ministry, you know, for the community to be able to enter into the house of the Lord, you know, anytime they wanted to, uh, and be able to praise and worship and receive the word. And I was like, that's a great idea, but like, how do we do that, right? We don't have the staff, we don't have, you know, the don't necessarily have the uh, people to be able to do that. Like, that's, that's a big undertaking. So for that, that concept right to be that seed seed to be sort of you know blooming and then god to introduce john and have the same vision i was like okay this is not a coincidence right nothing's by coincidence um, when god's at work god does amazing things but it just really really stood out to me like in this moment like okay i need to stop what i'm doing i need to, need to like listen stop and listen and and just receive what john's talking about and be able to take that in because that's a divine moment like that's not something that it just happens by coincidence that happens you know just in your everyday um walk of course we run into people every day we know right that that can happen but for something like this to where that you know this guy has a passion and a desire to and is connected with the word of god and his desire and his soul is just burning, you know, to live out what God's vision is for him and to be able to have that same vision come from another aspect of my life. It's like, okay, this has got to be something good. God is doing something really good uh, in this moment. So just wanted to share that, um, that you, and the bottom line is this, is that every type of interaction that we have in this world, any person that we cross path with is an opportunity and it's not by coincidence and sometimes that those those intersections 
can happen multiple times. And if it happens multiple times, there's a reason and a purpose for it. God has a bigger plan and a, a deeper connection that we need to pay attention to that we're, when we're crossing paths with these individuals randomly as we perceive it, um, but intentionally from God's standpoint. And so I'm going to walk that out. Um, and I, and I, I'm really looking forward to what God's going to do with that. But it, I just found it an amazing blessing uh, from God to hear that, you know, what God is doing in John's life, but the one also God is doing in my life and what God is doing in our church's life and how all three of those can come together with the, with a unilateral vision from God. Um, it's just something that is just amazing to me. Um, it would be remarkable to see that actually come to fruition. And I believe that God has the power to do that. God is, God is, uh, a supreme being. He's the Alpha and the Omega. So if God does something like that uh, in your life, like pay attention, don't, don't let that slip away. Don't, don't, don't write that off as, you know, just a random interaction because it really is um, important and it can be life changing, not only for you, but also for the community and can be an extreme blessing for the kingdom. And so I just wanted to share that. Um, that's just something that God's done actually as of today um, that happened that I thought was really remarkable and really cool. So yep. went off on a tangent there, Lewis. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, all right. So what other blessings there's blessings, by the way, um, from all the way from Genesis to revelation, the Bible references the word blessings. Um, so, in Genesis 49, 26, it says, Your father's blessings are greater than the blessings of ancient mountains, than the bounty of the age-old hills. Let all rest on the head of Joseph and the brow of the prince among his brothers. So, and then in Revelation, it goes on to talk about um, blessings in a different way. I was trying to find it. Why aren't you looking at Revelation? Hold on. This is why I love the Bible app because you can type in. There we go. Well, come on. And then it says, where'd it go? That was not the verse I was thinking of. Anyway, so. I can't find the verse, but uh, blessings are all throughout the Bible, and they're all gifts of God, and uh, just wanted to share that a little bit. So what are the blessings that you guys have in your lives or your testimonies that you, know, you guys care to share as far as the way God's working in your lives and moving in your lives today? Well, <clears throat> Revelation 22, 7. <laughs> I come quickly, blessed is he that keepeth the, that keepeth the saying of the prophecy of this book. Mm. <laughs> That's all yeah. I can find. <laughs> it's just talking about revelation by itself. Yeah. I know uh, Lewis has got something to, to tell us this week. He said he won't come on here and, and, and 
give his testimony. Speaking of blessings. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> what happened was somebody went to the courthouse and got the deeds to my house and forged their names on them and stole my house right out from under my nose. And I was sitting at home one day and the Douglas County Sheriff knocked on my door and told me I had to get out. And, and I just couldn't understand what happened, but that's what happened. They stole the deeds to my house and forged their names on it. And by them doing that, it wasn't my house anymore. So we had to get out instantly. All our possessions, belongings, and everything was inside the road. So I had to go get a U-Haul and a storage. And uh, from that point, I, I kind of lived in a hotel for like two weeks. And then I moved to a extended stay motel and stayed there for 15 months. But uh, 30 years ago, I had joined the military. And even then, God knew 30 years later that I would need the benefits from that, meaning I had a VA loan that I could use to get a house. But some of the people at my church that I attend, they work for a financial company and they work some things out to where I was able to purchase a house and I own the house. I'm not renting. I actually own the house. And during all that time, I met Dorothy in the process. And, um, it was like soon as me and Dorothy got together, um, I got the house and we got engaged and got married and I was able to move her into the house. So that's just part of the testimony. But <clears throat> from another angle, I really didn't have any credit established. So I had went to a couple apartments here and there and couldn't get in because the house that I was staying in, my dad had inherited to me. So I really wasn't paying rent. And so to move in, you got to have rental history. Mm. So I had to totally trust God for everything. And he came through in a mighty, mighty, mighty way. Amen, mighty way. So, Lewis, I just want to clarify something because I've heard about these stories. You see it all over the TV about you know, identity theft and then people like stealing your house from out from under you. I've never heard firsthand of, a, of somebody actually dealing with this. So this is the first time I've actually heard of this. So so just for clarification, like somebody you had a mortgage and somebody literally went in and basically sold your house without your consent and sold and sold it to themselves or took it out from under you and evicted you from it. Yeah, what happened, uh, Jason, was they went to the courthouse. And at the courthouse, they have your records of your house deeds and all of yeah. that. So 
What blew my mind is I couldn't understand how they could go to that room and get my specific deeds to my house hmm. without idea or anything because they couldn't have had an idea of me, I don't think, man. But I had got an investigator and they looked into it. And uh, yeah, the people just went to the courthouse and got the deeds and signed their name on it. Well, once they signed their name on it, it belongs to them. Of course, you know they had to have it notarized. Mm -hmm. So all of these people was in on it together. The person who signed the deed, the person who notarized it and all, they was, I guess they were one big team. Mm. And that's really what happened. I could have fought it. I could have got some lawyers, but it would have cost me anywhere from like seven thousand to ten thousand dollars yeah to fight it so i really didn't have that money but god told me to let that house go once that once all of that had happened he told me to let that house go because it was my dad's house and he wanted me to start my own identity with getting my own house yeah if that makes sense no yeah so yeah so you were able to after that happened and going through that process you were able to use your va benefits uh, which by the way thank you for your service because veterans day was just uh here recently about six days ago so uh but vet you were able to use the va loan uh, and then some other blessings that through people that you knew through the community of your the body of Christ and be able to purchase a new house. Is that what you're saying? Yes. That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, he told me he wanted me to have my own identity through him. Mm. Wow. He's had to really learn how to trust God with all his heart and all his might. Sometimes God will say, will you trust me? Yeah. Sometimes we say we're trusted, but do you truly trust me? Yeah. When I was going through even my stuff with my MS, when the doctor told me I wasn't going to make it, I got kind of sad, but God said, will you trust me? Through it all, I'm going to bring you through this. And when I went back to the doctor, they had scheduled me an appointment to see them, but you told me I wasn't going to live. God said, I shall live and not die. Mm. So God, I'm going to trust you. So when I went back and I told the doctor, he was like, he was looking crazy. I said, but you can shake my hand. I'm that same lady y'all said would never make it. But I did. Mm. God said to me. Yep. And that's why I'm crazy. That's why I tell people everywhere I go. That's a testimony I'm going to tell. Because baby, God did it. God did that. Man didn't. God did it. Absolutely. And I'm going to trust him everywhere I go. Yeah. And he did it for me. He can do it for you. And it's so funny you say that because Revelation 1, uh, verse 2, it says, who testifies to everything he saw or she saw, that is the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, right? Testimony is a powerful thing. Like testimony is yeah. our story of God working in our lives. And each of us have a unique and special testimony. Uh, and thank you for for coming on and sharing that uh, this evening. Like that's, it's, 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 it's truly a blessing. I mean, that's just a work of God for one and, and uh, in your in your guys both of your testimonies that's just god's really working and really doing some amazing things through both of you um 
through health or through financial matters. I mean, God works through it all, right? God, he knows all of our needs, our wants, our desires. Um, and God is a loving God and he cares about us. And he wants to see us prosper. He wants to see us grow. He wants to see us um, get through the trials and tribulations of life. And how do we do that? That's by exactly what she, Dorothy just said, is trusting in God. And she brought up a great point. Like you say you trust him, but do you really trust him? Like when things get really hard, right? When things get really, really difficult and you're facing a very difficult challenge and you feel like you're in the deepest valley and you're looking up at this mountain and saying, God, I can't, I can't make it. Like this is, there's no way that I'm physically going to be able to make it through this. And God gives you that amazing perseverance, that amazing strength uh, through his word, through his spirit, and allows us to persevere and allows us to achieve victory that's already determined um, through Jesus Christ. And so therefore we can no longer we can't keep quiet about it, right? We can't we can't just sit in silence at that point, right? Because God is so good. God is so good. And you just feel so compelled to share the goodness of God with others that you just can't contain it. You can't keep it in. Like, right? You can't. Like, and, and that is the true amazing miracles and the blessings of God is when we see God move in those amazing ways. And through our testimonies, uh, we're able to have a significant impact on others and give them encouragement, uh, give them truth uh, through God's word and what God's word says about those situations. And uh, ultimately, like you said, it comes down to, you know, where the rubber meets the road. Uh, you've got to put your trust in God um, and stand firm in your faith. Uh, to get you through those trials and those tribulations and you will achieve victory. And so I'm so thankful that both of you, um, and so this is before you got married, right? Is what yes. Yep. Lewis, you were talking about how you were going right through the middle of this storm. And when you met Dorothy, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's amazing that, you know, in the midst of the storm that God brings, you know, somebody along beside you uh, to be able to comfort you and to give you encouragement and give you the uh, strength. And, you know, that's where, that's, that's the goodness of God right there. And I got to tell you firsthand, uh, I've been in a very similar situation. So when I met Ashley, um, which was completely unexpected um, because I was just coming on the back end of my divorce, I had just come off deployment because I served in the military as well in 2016, 15, 2015. And I showed up to my church that I was serving in and was uh, leading worship there. And all of a sudden one practice, like all of a sudden this, this girl walks in and I'm like, I don't know who you are, but hi, nice to meet you. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we, we sang together for the first time and it was like, angels singing in heaven like i'm not that good <laughs> uh, but she was amazing and when you no, put those you, two are, together, you are good and the two of you together are great 
that is like it's like butters on butter on biscuits, right? It's just like that good. Like your whole finger was in the camera. So, but the thing is, is here's the thing: is I was in the midst of my divorce, and I had no interest. I got to be honest with you, and I told her this: like I have no interest in a relationship. I have no interest in, um, you know, going down that road because I'm in the midst of a battle. I'm in the midst of a battle for my kids. I had two kids from my first marriage. I was like, I'm dealing with uh, Satan incarnate herself. Um, and yeah. what, you know what I felt like to be this devil woman of the person that I was divorcing. Um, and for good reasons. And I won't get into that because I'm not going to slander, but just good reasons, um, biblical reasons for divorce. And I was going through an extreme storm and for God to intervene in that moment and like very clearly, like made it very clear, like, Hey, there's something here. Like you need to pay attention to this. But I was like very resistant and very hesitant. I'm like, God, no, like I'm, I'm just now healing and going through this process. Like I'm at the final end of it. Like the last thing I'm thinking about is a relationship or anything else beyond that. Well, the truth of the matter is, is that, uh, at the end of the day, we were married a year later, um, almost a year later. Um, actually, it was like 10 months later from the date of my divorce, but uh, almost a year later from, from the finalization and everything. So, and now we have two other children uh, together and we have my, my son from my first marriage that lives with us. And then my daughter who from my first marriage lives with her mom. And uh, it's, it's been ever since then, you know, there's been many more trials. Um, let me tell you, like it hasn't stopped, um, you know, continuous court battles, uh, continuous arguments, continuous uh, disagreements, not between me and my wife over that, but it's just causing um, tension and causing strife within our relationship because of my, my previous choices. Um, and so it's been, it's been a blessing though, because like, God has seen us through that storm. He has seen us through. We've been victorious in every single challenge in the course that we have faced. Um, regardless of the amount of money that we spent, it has been well worth every penny because we have come out victorious um, through that because of the goodness of God and because of his favor and his blessings. And, and it, you know, it was on everything that was, you know, without getting into a lot of detail, but everything that we, every trial we faced uh, in those situations, we were innocent bystanders. We were being persecuted uh, for wrong things. We were being persecuted for our faith. We were being persecuted for doing the right thing. We were being persecuted for all of the, all of the above. Um, and I can fully 100% stand here and say, you know, we're not perfect, but we were not in the wrong. Um, in those situations and the truth prevailed and God is good and um, been over a year now uh, without dealing with any of that, which has been great because it's been very peaceful. Um, and so I just thank God over and over and over again for his goodness and his blessings and his, his um, shepherding. Uh, I will use that that term intentionally because without his guidance and without his, his, him leading and his pushing, um, it'd be a completely different story. And I'm pretty sure like that was 
uh, and Dorothy and James and Jody. I'm sure you guys can too as well. Go ahead, James. Something's going on with your your mic over there or something. You keep cutting out and going away. I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. But a couple points while you're looking for that. Uh, we love Dorothy and Lewis to death. It's some of our bestest friends right there. But Dorothy's testimony when she's talking about, she said she went to the doctor. They told her she wasn't going to make it but they made her an appointment to come back and see them. <laughs> Not once, but many times. Reminds me of the story of uh, Isaac and Abraham and my Isaac. When mm-hmm. Abraham told his his servants, say, y'all wait here, me and the boy, we will be back. You know, that's a door that's that's Dorothy's story right there. <laughs> but and then you uh your story with your kids and your ex and all that. That's why we're here on kindergarten Christian together. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember you just out of the blue take me one night. I don't know if you could come on and give a no, testimony. It wasn't just Wait a minute. Go ahead. He takes me. <laughs> but, but Jody and I have been talking too. And we kind of already hit. And I was like, wait a minute, just call me. So yeah, we had a five hour conversation and that put us where we're at now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it was every bit of five hours. <laughs> let's oh, let's be real. That was not an exaggeration. <laughs> it was after two o'clock in the morning before we got off the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's because James, it, it took a lot of convincing for James to convince me to do what we're doing today. But <laughs> it has yep. been a blessing. It has been an absolute blessing. Um, And I enjoy every single minute that we come on here. I was very hesitant at first because I'm like, James, you're asking me to come on live internet and to uh, across the world. Who knows where this is going to reach and tell people things that I'm not equipped to tell them about. (laughs) He's like, well, I'm not equipped either, but we're doing it. (laughs) And that is one of my biggest things. We're all called. We're all called, but those of us that are uh, Moses, we need an Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I can't talk, and you can. You were you were made for it as your calling. I believe that, and um, you know that's our job to to plant seeds. That's our job. He'll worry about the harvest. But we got to plant those seeds. Yeah. Yep. And where'd you say we've been planting them seeds? All over the world. God's been planting those seeds, honestly. Um, See? God's been planting those seeds in Nigeria, Austria, United States, Canada. And there was another one um, that I saw earlier this week. God is good. And it's not that because of work. Exactly. It's in his power, not in ours. Uh, we're just, we're just like you said, we're, we're stepping out of faith and, and doing what God's called us to do and to speak truth and through his word and share everyday, um, everyday circumstances. I mean, you know, 
I, like I said, like I told Lewis, like the first time I've ever heard of somebody stealing their title out from under them. I've seen many commercials where people yep. have talked about that. And I'm like, is that even real? Like, is this a, <laughs> like some scam? Like, I, I, I've never heard of anybody ever having this issue until today. And Lewis, you just confirmed everything uh, that we've heard about. And I think it was a LifeLock commercial. So LifeLock. It's uh, Title Lock. Yeah. Title Lock. That's what it is. So Bill O'Reilly and Title Lock. Um, yeah. Protect yourself. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Exactly. <laughs> Jason, exactly. I just want to say this again. You haven't seen, you haven't seen nothing yet. Yeah. God is getting ready to do some signs and wonders, miracles happening in your life, your family's life. You didn't see nothing. You, you're absolutely right. There is miracles happening every single day. And uh, I've shared a few of them on here. Um you know, different things that have happened. And I've seen, I've seen God do some amazing things, um, over the past six to eight months, ever since we actually started doing kindergarten Christians, to be honest with you. Um, and I believe firmly that it's because we're stepping out in faith and <coughs> our feelings of being equipped or not being equipped. Um, God has shown up in some awesome ways and, uh, he continues to do things that just blow my mind. And, uh, I just give him all the praise and glory for it because he is good. God is good at the end of the day. He is the Alpha and the Omega and the all-powerful God and almighty. Worthy of praise. Worthy of everything that we have to give him um, while we're here on this earth. And we're so thankful and uh, for the blessings that he has given all of our lives. Um, you know, not just mine, but across everybody's lives. And I think that's why we're doing this episode tonight is to sort of, you know, we're in the month of November, we're getting ready to enter Advent and we have some awesome things planned for Advent. Um, let me be first to say that you are not going to want to miss our episode starting in December. We are going to dig into Advent uh, in a new and fresh way and talk about the story of Jesus and his life and really excited about that. And with that being said, I do want to be uh, very transparent uh, because next week is Thanksgiving. Next Friday is Black Friday. Um, and everybody's going to be out shopping. I know they will be starting, you know, and either that or they're going to be taking a nap. So we're not going to do an episode next week. <laughs> um, well, next Friday, we're going to take a week off um, so everybody can enjoy the holiday. But then starting December 1st, we are going to jump in uh, to God's word and talk about Advent. And for 25 days, um, we're going to be talking about Advent each and every single day. We're not maybe not be doing an episode every single day, but we will have something that directly ties to Advent uh, and talks about the story of Jesus Christ and, and reflecting on that significant moment in time of what led up to the birth uh, of the Savior, of Jesus, and just reasons to celebrate this season. And I say this intentionally, the reason for the season is Jesus. It is not about the not about the time, you know, the family. It's about Jesus. You know, Thanksgiving is a different story. Thanksgiving is about fellowship. Thanksgiving is about celebrating together um, and remembering the blessings and, and the harvest and reaping the harvest. And that's important. But we get into the month of December. That is talking about Jesus and Jesus. Jesus. It's all about him. And so we're going to really focus in on that uh, starting December 1st and really looking forward to 
uh, you guys joining us and having this conversation as, as learn more about the story of Jesus Christ, uh, the significant impact that God has had on the world because of that predetermination. Your volume. Yeah, you're you're going in and out again. Am I really? Yes. Sounds good when you sound surprised. You hear me now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we hear you now. I just want to say, anybody that wants to do like Dorothy and Lewis, and Dorothy and Lewis, please come back every time if you want to. It's just like sitting at the coffee table having a conversation. This is what we do. Yeah. Anybody else that wants to join us yeah i mean we had a we had a conversation a few weeks ago about table topics right mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd yep. been nice to have more people sit at the table still, yeah still waiting on jello you know we can yep. plenty of room at the table speaking yeah, of then, you know, uh, interaction not just here but interaction on kindergarten christians you know your posts and, and answering posts and things Y'all join in because it's 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 not just for us to post on. Yeah, absolutely. The more engagement, uh, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Is my always been my saying, and the same thing goes with your devotional life and your relationship with Jesus Christ. The more you put into it, the more you get out of it. So, uh, and our community, we are a group of you know individuals, and we're not perfect people, um, but we are all have the same aligned to the same goal and that is to share the gospel and to share the good news of Jesus Christ and share testimonies uh, together, share conversations together, uh, laugh together, <laughs> which we were doing a lot of laughing before the show tonight. Uh, Lewis and Dorothy, you missed that. <laughs> James is probably thankful for that. Because <laughs> it was all Jason. <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been getting on me about my hair for the past you know, 20 years. Um, so he needs a new brush. <laughs> so I finally found something about James that was able to get back at him a little bit. And I won't share that publicly because, it, um, but it's good. <laughs> and it was funny. So <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. But, you know, anybody listening, that's what we are. We're just people on the street. We're not professionals. We're not pastors. We're not a church. We're not trying to to pull you into a cult. We just want to sit around the table and talk about our Savior. Salvation. That's what this is all about. Yep. Absolutely. And I love that you bring up that we're not a cult because there's many cults in the world. <laughs> Scientology is a perfect one. Uh, to talk about that. And there's been a lot about that in the news recently. I don't know if you guys have heard about that, but that is a real thing, uh, Scientology. And it's uh, very prominent out in the West Coast. Um, But that's not Jesus. That's not the truth. Um, And Scientology is not based on the word of God. So, but Christianity is. And uh, what an awesome gift that God has given us because of Jesus Christ. The truth shall prevail and the truth one day will be revealed. And the Bible says very clearly that every knee will bow one day. Yes. Every knee will bow. So um, standing firm on, on that belief and, you know, when the rapture happens and, uh, you know, we go away to 
be with the Lord. I don't, I don't want to be the one standing on this earth when that happens. I can tell you that. I'm going out in the first bus load. <laughs> yeah, I want to be on that first, <laughs> first train out. I keep telling horse God and let's go. Well, that's on the way back, but I keep telling him <laughs> I'm gonna get my own horse, and he says I'm gonna fall off. She has to ride with me. I don't want her to fall <laughs> off. <laughs> I want a little I horse. <laughs> Just give me a little one. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you definitely, you definitely know, you know. And the Bible does say the last will be first and the first will be last. So she won't be riding a horse anyway. She'd be running up and down the hall because she's a mean little kid like that, sliding on the floors. <laughs> You'll be sleeping on the couch tonight if you don't stop it. Well, truth be told, Jesus is going to be telling me, no, you got your own horse over there. Get off of mine. <laughs> you can't ride with me. You're going to try and take Jesus' horse. No, I'm going to try and ride with him. <laughs> Hold on tight. <laughs> she wants so, to ride with Jesus. She don't want to wrap up. There's, been, there's many blessings and a lot of things that God has given us. Um, we've covered the blessings that he talks about in Matthew 5. Um, and that I hope you found encouragement through that, that through the parables and the word of Jesus Christ, that, you know, um, the weak shall be made strong, uh, and the meek shall, the meek shall be made strong, I should say, not the weak, same thing. But, um, and so, you know, the rich, um, are going to be poor because you can't take the money with you when you go. Um, but the poor shall be made rich in heaven one day. And so. Just know this. It goes back to what I just said earlier about the the last shall be first and the first shall be last. And so we can't focus our pride, our eyes on the prize of uh, earthly things and materialistic things. We need to focus our eyes on the prize of salvation and uh, eternity in heaven, Jesus Christ. That ultimately is the greatest blessing uh, in this season that we have. And uh, let us all just focus on that as we enter into Thanksgiving. You can't hear me? We can now. Yeah. Hold on a minute. I wonder I wonder if it has to do with some noise suppression. All right. I don't know. Check. Oh, no. Come in. Hear me? There's a lot of bump, bump, and I can hear in the, the system, too, though. I've been hearing it the whole time. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. I don't know. It's very weird. I'm clicking around on my computer. You're probably hearing that. but Huh. Anyway. Yeah, so many things to be thankful for, uh, many blessings of God, and we heard about that tonight through Lewis and Dorothy, so thank you for joining us and sharing a little bit about your testimonies. Uh, we do look forward to hearing more um, from you guys and the many, many blessings that God has uh, shown through you. And you have any, Lewis, Dorothy, since you guys are guests, uh, do you guys have any final thoughts or any prayer requests for us this evening? I asked you guys doctor said, you don't even know the extent of the surgery you had. But I told my doctor, there will be no remedy. So I asked y'all to just keep me in prayer. Just keep my family in prayer. Just lost my auntie. Y'all just keep my family in prayer. Well, what she didn't tell y'all was she had 
Sandra her foot and missed the pin in her toe. So she didn't even tell y'all that, but that's what she's talking about. But I just want to say, let's keep pressing on. Regardless of what obstacles may come our way, let's keep pressing on. You guys hearing noise? Yeah, I've been hearing it the whole time we've been on, but I didn't know what it was. What about now? Sounds great now. Yeah. Uh, I think Dorothy and Lewis is coming from your end. Uh, maybe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he making fun of me? <laughs> Not for the headphones. <laughs> Love you, bro. You can get the headphones. <laughs> Yeah, so I think we might be having a little bit of sound difficulty with uh, Dorothy and Lewis there, but um, that might be what's causing some interference there. But so glad to have you guys on and um, definitely appreciate you sharing the testimony. And we'll circle back with the audio and production team and make sure that they do their job better next time. Uh, make yeah. sure we can hear, hear, hear you more clearly. If y'all come back, if we send you that or when we send you that code again, if you'll come on a few minutes early, we'll make sure we can get all that. Yeah. Make sure Jason and his production team can get it together. <laughs> yeah. Let's try it now. Is that better? Lewis, can you go ahead and talk for us? Yes, I can talk. Look, <laughs> that's clear as a bell. There you go. I, I think what it was was the... Uh, other one that was connected there it was interfering with it so i just removed it i should have done that earlier so i apologize for that but hey um so we're gonna wrap up here um any other prayer requests james jody we have anything on the kindergarten christians at gmail.com prayer request for this week i don't think so um i've been just kind of watching it a little bit not posting a whole lot but just kind of seeing but I haven't seen any posts of, of prayer requests or anything this week. This time of year, I'd say most everybody needs prayer. We're, uh, you know, you come into the holiday season, there's a whole lot of joy during the holidays. There's a whole lot of, of depression, too, and those people need to be remembered in prayer. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of people I know that have um, lost lost relatives or you know lost children unfortunately so lots of other things hey so we forgot our bad dad jokes and so jody was talking about horses so i've got i got a bad dad joke i've got to share with everybody okay so what did the horse say after it tripped oh no it said first it said this <laughs> they said, help, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. <laughs> <laughs> help and I can't giddy up. Huh? <laughs> oh, goodness. We can't forget our bad dad jokes. Lewis, you like bad dad jokes, don't you? Yeah. I got one for you. All right. What did two-year-old Scrooge say when somebody told him Merry Christmas? I don't know. Ah, bum hug. 
call an angry carrot uh, that's one steamed veggie steamed <laughs> <laughs> veggie Give me just a second. Okay. A couple had two little boys, ages eight and ten, who were very mischievous. Whenever there was trouble in town, they were involved. The boy's mother heard the clergyman had been successful in disciplining children, so she asked if he would speak with her boys. The clergyman agreed, but again, but asked to see them individually. So the mother sent her eight-year-old first. The clergyman, huge man with a booming voice, said to the boy, Where, Where is God? God? The boy's eyes opened wide. Again, the clergyman said, Where, Where is, God? is God? Again, the boy made no attempt to answer, so the clergyman raised his voice even more, shook his finger in the boy's face, and yelled, Where is God? <laughs> <laughs> the boy screamed. Ran directly home, dove into his closet, slamming the door behind him. When his older brother found him in the closet, he asked what happened. The younger brother, gasping for breath, replied, We're in big trouble this time, dude. God is missing, and they think we did it. God is missing. And they oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, so dad, uh, today's uh, funny dad jokes are brought to you by countryliving.com. Whether you're country living in Alabama, Atlanta, or Cincinnati, uh, countryliving.com is our sponsor for our bad dad jokes of the week. And uh, man, time flies when you're having fun. Let me tell you, it's it's getting late, y'all. So uh, it's time to wrap it up with some prayer and uh, thank God for the many blessings he's given us and just continue to... uh, Praise God in this season of Thanksgiving. We want to say, first of all, we hope you all have an amazing Thanksgiving, uh, that your fellowship with your family and friends and, and co-workers, relatives, wherever it may be, uh, is blessed and that uh, it's just impactful and joyful. And uh, again, want to express that as we go into Advent and we focus in the month of December, again, we're going to really dive in uh, to Jesus and the reason for the season. So I'm really excited about that. But uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We hope you all enjoy lots of good food. Um, James, we hope you can eat. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, may you be blessed as well. So poke, poke that bear. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> He's only doing that because he knows he ain't going to see you at Christmas either. So he ain't going to come. 
poke him in the head. That's <laughs> what's so great when your brother's 500 miles away. <laughs> yeah. We definitely need to plan the trip. And anybody else that wants to go to now, this is time, but to uh, the art. And the, and the Creation, Creation Museum. Museum, which is in Cincinnati, Ohio, or the Ark is in uh, just south of Cincinnati, Ohio, about 45 minutes. So, yeah. Williamsburg or Williamstown, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah Williamstown, Kentucky. Um, but yeah, and then we could have a Kindergarten Christians episode live at the Ark. How cool would that be? How cool that would that be? That would be awesome. Uh, so, yep. Yep, and we need to, I don't know, maybe we need to get together and start selling candy bars or something and get, us all, <laughs> <laughs> get a fundraiser going. Oh. If you've never been to the Ark, you've missed out. Yeah, it's, nice. a, it's, it's really something to see. Um, it's, it's, I've been there several times. It's really cool. The Creation Museum in itself is an awesome experience, too. So That was um, my yeah. favorite. More to come in 2024. Um, so... Definitely excited about that. Yeah, they're and, actually adding on to the museum and the ark, aren't they? They are adding on to the museum. I don't know about the ark. They may be. They're always doing something there. Yeah, they are. But yeah, so we'll definitely plan that, and we'll be excited to share that with you guys as we uh, lock in those details. And uh, But yeah, I definitely would love to do um, a combined Kindergarten Christians episode from the ark. That would be awesome. So definitely could do that. I don't know if it'd be 8.30 at night, but we can make it work. <laughs> well, if it was summertime, it wouldn't be so bad. That's true. It gets dark at like 5 o'clock here. so Yeah. Here, too. I'm not digging it at all. It, yeah. it, by 4.30 in Alabama, it's dark. The end. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, awesome. Uh, very excited about that. Um, and, again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. But let's go to Lord in prayer. Let's thank him for the many blessings that he has bestowed upon us uh, in each of our individual lives and just together uh, tonight in our fellowship and conversation. So let's go to Lord in prayer, and then we'll close out. All right. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, for being the amazing, wonderful God that you are, uh, just so loving, so caring. And, God, you know each one of us uh, and our needs, our wants, our desires. You know us by the very follicles on our head uh, or the lack thereof in my instance, but I won't go into that. Um, but you also know the teeth in our mouth, and I won't go into that. So, uh, God, thank you for your blessings, your goodness, um, and thank you for the conversation. Thank you for Lewis and Dorothy and having them on tonight. And, um God, we just, such a blessing to have them and hear their testimony about that and how you worked in their lives through their health concerns and through their financial uh, concerns. And, you know, they were literally homeless, Lord, uh, there for a time. And But you, your plan was greater. Your, your plan was bigger. Uh, and God, we just thank you for the blessings upon their lives and the amazing testimony that they were able to share this evening, God. Uh, and we just thank you for all the blessings that you've given us, whether that be our children, our grandchildren, um, our individual blessings of family, friends, co-workers, uh, all of the things that you have provided, Lord. Uh, maybe we just have the outlook of, of Thanksgiving in this season, Lord, as we enter into uh, a time of fellowship and a time of sharing a meal with family, friends. And Lord, just uh, let us be thankful. Let us have gratitude towards you. Uh, 
for the many gifts and blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And uh, let us just remember, Lord, that because of you and because of your son, Jesus Christ, we ultimately have the greatest gift and the ultimate blessing, and that is the gift of salvation. And uh, we look forward to learning about that more, Lord, uh, as we enter into the Advent season and we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, Lord, uh, and just an amazing time that is going to be. And I'm really excited about that, Lord. But we thank you for tonight. We thank you for the conversation. We love you, Lord, with all of our hearts. And uh, lead us, guide us uh, through our week. Uh, Guide our conversations during the dinner table on Thanksgiving. Allow it to be a reflection of you. And we give you all the praise, honor, and glory this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Well, Dorothy, Lewis, thank you all. God bless you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. We look forward to having you back. And uh, God bless you, James. And hope you get to feel better. Thanks for the prayer. Sticking it out. Huh? I said, thank you for the prayer. <laughs> yeah, he said he wasn't going to talk at all tonight, y'all. So that's a miracle in itself that happened. So. Well, we do what we got to yeah. do. And don't blame it on the drugs. It's- I know it. I know it. <laughs> all hey, right. Dorothy Lewis, y'all come back and see us. Everybody else, come join in. Happy Thanksgiving, and we will see y'all. December 2nd, right? December 1st. December 1st. December 1st. We will be back online. God bless everybody. Have a great week. And happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you soon. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.